and we sat down and I was like, Mike, this is what I'm coming up for my logo. I was telling Mike about my idea, about my fitness idea. This was like, you know, still up in the early up and coming stage. It was like end of February or whatever it was. And Mike and I, I was like, Mike, this is what I'm thinking, like a TNF. And Mike and I grabbed the receipt from that dinner and we, we started drawing what the logo would look like. Rough draft started on that receipt inside of that restaurant. Episode 44, I bring in two of my buddies, Rafi Garbushin, Tigran Gregorian. You remember they've been on episode 4 and episode 32. It's the last one of the year, the last of 2020. So we talked about you know cutting out bad habits, getting into 2021, and what we're looking forward to, our goals. But most importantly, we had a lot of laughs. Uh, and I think it was a great way to end the year and the podcast for the year as well. There's funny gym stories like when Rafi locked out this poor old Asian man in the gym. How to be good at meditating, good habits, tips, like the first thing that should be hitting your body in the morning to get your day going, breaking bad habits, getting locked in a bank vault. And also Tigran Gregorian has come up with uh, one of his real big passions is really working out and staying fit and being well. And he did it he did it he put everything on the line for this new venture of his and that is take fit 100 it's a workout video program uh, that you can buy it is now available at take fit 100 there will be a promo code at the end of the show so look out for that episode 44 the last one of 2020 here we go we all talk about new year's resolutions right and so the timing is perfect because this is dropping before the new year. By the way, 2020, what a year, eh? What a year. So I figured that I should bring in the guy that doesn't shut up, one. <laughs> That's my digital marketer, Rafi. And then I bring in a guy who works out 17 times a day <laughs> and who's got amazing routines and great habits, Tiggy. That's right. And we did an episode together, episode four, yep. mostly on ayahuasca and the medium that you had, right? Yeah. One of my favorite episodes, by the way, it was the like the lead off to this new uh, platform that I was doing uh, as a podcast. Rafi is actually via Zoom or FaceTime right now. You and I are in the studio. Rafi's wife had a little contact, I guess you'd say, or was around... <laughs> Second degree contact, poss possible exposure. So we're just going to take it, you know, carefully. Past few days, I, I'd like for you to wear your mask on <laughs> the other side right, if you can. All right, Gavin Newsom, <laughs> calm down there. <laughs> so seriously, though, you know, we always talk about New Year's resolutions, and it's funny. I think the busiest day in a gym is probably January the second. Right. How long does that yep. usually last? Take. I have a gym Two story weeks. prior to that. Sorry, I have a real quick gym story. That I want to say, I was when I got serious in terms of working out like uh, five years ago, maybe a September five years ago. It was after Labor Day. I was like, you know what? Enough is enough. Like summer's over. I saw all the guys who were in shape, the girls who were in shape. I was like, I want to be that guy. Like enough is enough. It's disgusting. So I go and I get trained by one of my buddies who's in great shape. It was a Gold's Gym. And I said, look, man, I said, train me for two weeks and then we'll take the training wheels off and I'll be on my own. I said, no problem. I said, I'm telling you right now, I'm not a gym guy. Yeah. I don't like the gym. I'd rather it be at my house. Yeah, well, whatever, man. It's not a big deal. Go in, do your thing, go out. The first day I arrive at the gym, 
there's a 55 year old Asian man butt naked as I'm walking towards the locker <laughs> with his hands on his hips, balls to the ground, staring at me, man. Nose to nose. I swear, Rob. Nose to nose. He's staring at me as I'm coming closer to him. And so I nudge my buddy and I'm like, dude, no. This yeah. is the chronicles, gym life. The chronicles of the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> like, Every locker life. room has one. <laughs> this is what gym life is like. It's like, just try to ignore it. So now I'm sitting on the bench and this guy's testicles are like in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> so he taught me for like a week and two. And then honestly, after that, I just didn't want to do it. I didn't even cancel membership. It was my donation to the gold gym at the time. I had it for a year. I just bought wow. it for the whole year. Sure. And then I just nice. bought all my stuff, bought, bought my equipment. And from that day, I've been working out three, four, five, six days a week. Nice. Yeah. So T, you are a gym guy. You're, I'd call you a gym rat. Uh, how often do you see January 2nd to about January 14 or so? Like the gym is just packed, packed. with people, right? Yeah. First three weeks, like to the 21st, I guess, yeah, the third week, and then slowly dies down right after that. February comes and the bench press is available. You know, all the ellipticals <laughs> and the treadmills are available. But those first two weeks, man, good luck. Everyone's in there with their New Year's resolutions and just falls down after that, man. Ralph, what about you, man? Were you ever a gym guy? Yeah, I used to work at LA Fitness for, uh, in 2006. And? And, and uh, I, I got some stories, man. I used, to, I used to sell gym memberships, the fattest I'd ever been in my life. I'd be eating a cheeseburger and I'd just tell people, look, man, <laughs> do you want to get in shape? Or do you want to look like me? And they would always just be like, all right, I'm signing up right now. I'm like, no, that's probably a good idea. And uh, You had to pitch down. I'll, that's a hell of a sales <laughs> pitch, man. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys a funny story. I, I got a gym story too. I eventually, you know, I, school started back up, university, and uh, I took a job at the front desk and my responsibilities were locking up the gym at night. I was pretty bad at it. So I'm locking <laughs> up the gym like I do every day. I lock it all up. I start walking out of the door like I have the gym key, everything. I lock it all up. And then next thing you know, and then and, and, and let me preface this. I walk all around the gym. I go, you know, open the locker rooms, yell, hey, is anyone still in here? We're locking up the whole shebang. Lock up. Get out of there. It's like 1130 at night. And the next thing I know, I hear boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, I just freeze. What's going on? I look back. It's this elderly Asian man who I somehow missed. And I locked the poor guy in there. I somehow missed. <laughs> I, he was, was he like a so, real short guy? What do you mean how somehow missed? No, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know where he was hiding, but he was so pissed. He was he, – look, he was so pissed, but like he just – he just looked at me. He probably cussed me out, and then he just went on his way. But that could have been bad, guys. Did like, he speak yeah. English or no? No, he no, didn't. Even God. better. That's... Even better. <laughs> just took it I, to I, you. I felt so bad, though. Like, I was trying to apologize, and he just was so pissed. Man, so were like, you selling strictly memberships, or would you work out? I, I did both. Uh, I, I, did, I definitely did both. But it wasn't until uh, later on in my life that I actually made the habit and stuck to it. Until COVID actually shut down my gym. So I'm the opposite of you, Mike. I, I made the habit of going to the gym, but then the gym shut down. And this is the fattest I've ever been in my life. How much weight have you gained since? Bro, I was going to get married uh, in April 18. So I was dedicated to lose weight. I dropped about 15 pounds and I gained a lot of muscle. Strength was up. I've gained 20 pounds since then and I lost a lot of muscle mass. Did you end up getting married, Ralph, after that? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, twice. <laughs> she still married you. <laughs> twice, actually. You can go back to that episode. Some thirty something between Roth and I was a TikTok headline was the yeah, episode. That's right. You go back to that and he talks about how he got married and it was like literally the day of COVID and right after COVID, like right in between there, right? Like when it started and the courts um, were going down and shutting down the... He drove to Vegas, Couldn't right? get married. Un- he drove to Vegas unreal. that day in the rain. Yeah. Unreal, man. That's unreal. Awesome. Yeah. That was... I'll never forget that, man. We made it within 45 minutes and then Vegas shut down the next day. Roth, do you have a routine? I used to before the pandemic. I had a very strict routine uh, and now it's I've had to recreate it all from scratch. Because you're at home all day? I work from home, man. I since March 16th, since I got married, I've never been back to the office. That's hard, and yeah. that that takes it a is. different mindset. Because I would be in the same boat as you. Because I find myself on the weekends. You know, most of it is because I'm somewhat tired from the week that I put in. But on the weekends, I do get lazy. Yeah, and that be me. Yeah. That would be me if I was home all day. Not, do, I mean, you're doing things. You're working. But that your home is your office. If that if my home was my office, I'd be going to that same boat, man. T, yeah. you're the same oh. way though, because yeah. you are working out of, out from home, right. but you're still exercising and still doing your thing, right? Every day, yeah, um, six times a week, yeah, definitely. You, when the gyms were open, I was still going to the gym, waking up early, getting to the gym early, showering over there, and then going into the office. But now it's been working from home, just keeping that constant mindset of waking up and having to do it first thing in the morning, get it done and then have the rest of the day ahead of you. Some people like to do it in the evenings. I used to do it in the evenings back in the day when I would go to the gym after school or after work. Creating a routine is very important. Getting up in the morning and following a, a routine that's convenient and comfortable for you. I have a routine, you know, you're big on routines. So like my routine is I wake up, I'll walk you like straight through it. Um, and I'm reading that book by that you gave me actually, Own the Day. So a lot of the stuff that's in there, I've, I've already kind of been doing um Mm -hmm. learning from different parts uh of the places uh, that i've picked up but you wake up first thing you do is drink a glass or two glasses of water that's very important hydrate your body if i don't have to run to the restroom i'll do that i'll drink a glass or two glasses of water um then pure um, pure water though right pure water you're not putting anything in it no i'm just doing pure water and i'm doing uh mountain spring fresh water yeah you got me hooked on that by the way big difference big difference between your regular water purified ionized Mm -hmm. then to spring water exactly yeah. yeah it's got minerals and vitamins in it that purified water and purified water is good right if it's clean but mountain fresh spring water actually has minerals and vitamins in there for you so yeah i'm on that you got me on that boat thank you for that uh so then i after my water i'll what i'll do is every morning i'll do 25 push-ups uh, i'll do 25 push-ups just to like wake me up after that i'll get into my meditation i'll do like a 10 minute meditation early in the morning put the phone away get the room dark close my eyes sometimes i'll put like meditation music on spotify get a nice 10 minute meditation in and then after that i'll go to sometimes i'll have like a protein bar early in the morning i have like a healthy protein bar uh lara bar is my go-to it's vegan and gluten-free just in case (laughs) (laughs) if you were wondering but after that uh, my routine is i have uh, a visual board i'll go look at the visual board Mm. i'll have my affirmations i have some affirmations that i've written down i'll I'll read that this is every day every day Uh i'll try every day there's days where if i'm you know, going out of town or something like that, or like, you know, I was going to go to Sacramento, visit my sister. Those days I will not make that, you know, because I get up early to go. What about when you're in Sacramento? Are in you- Sacramento, I, I I give it a break. I don't take it. You could take it with you, but I, I give it a break. But are there. you meditating when you're out of town no. or on vacation? No, the, the kids, my sister's kids wake up early yeah. and I just want to play with them because I, you know, I don't see them as often. That would be considered meditation. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the best right there. Different type of meditation. Yeah. You know, it's not easy, man. That program you're on. Yeah. It really 
does take a special mindset and person because they say what habits Roth has on the day. When did you? Oh, buy what? Do you have that? All right. When did you get that, Roth? He's showing us on his Zoom. Yeah. I got it like six months ago, but truthfully, I'm like a chapter and a half in them. <laughs> <Did I? laughs> that sounds like me. Wait, did, did did I tell you about the book, or how'd you how'd you know about the book? I uh, actually I, every six months I get on it supplements because uh, oh, nice. of Rogan. I just figure it's a good source. And then one of the Black Friday deals was they threw in his book, uh, Audrey Marcus's or Aubrey Marcus's yeah. book. Yeah. Who's I've also done ayahuasca, by the way. He has. He's, he's, big on ayahuasca. he's done DMT too, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yep. big into that. He's one of those, man. Yeah. He's like you, T. <laughs> <laughs> Raf, you really have to read that book. I'll make it the next one, man. Try yeah. to get yeah. into it. It's okay. very good. Just the daily habits. And it's it, man. Like owning the day. It's kind of the mentality that I take every day. It's like trying to win the day. Right. And you can't. Yeah. You can't. It's it's really yeah. difficult to win each day where you like can rest your head and be like, "Damn, I demolished today." Right. You try to, but that gives like really good tips. Definitely. As to how to win the day, man. And, and it's all mindset. It goes back to like keeping it simple. You know, it doesn't have to be so complicated. Your routine. Try to make it simple where you could just follow along, follow through with it. You know, it doesn't have to be everything. And you start small. You know, start slow. You know, slope step by step. I would definitely try to get your workouts. In the morning, get it done. You know, if you want to do 25 push-ups a day, start with five. Yeah. And work your way up. Exactly. Like if you want, if you were a coffee guy right away, start with a sip of water. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then work your way up to eight ounces. Yep. Or 16. Exactly. Like, That's a great tip. It seriously is. I, you'd be surprised how many people, myself included, just drink coffee until noon. They haven't wow. touched water yet. So bad. You guys would be shocked. I'm going to do an episode with a morning routine that's changed kind of my life in terms of my mornings and like throughout the day that helps me do my best to win the day. But Raf, I cannot tell you how vital and important it is when you wake up in the mornings and you drink water rather than coffee, man. Oh yeah. You think that coffee is like the source that's going to provide your engine. It is the worst thing you can put in your body when you wake up, man. You are dehydrated when you go to bed. You're dehydrated even more when you wake up. Yep. And we lo- we're, we're, what, 70% water or so in our yep. bodies. Mm-hmm. And so we're losing all of it when we're sleeping, or at least most of it. And so when your body's like yearning for water and then you get dehydrated coffee, more, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, it's the absolute worst. Coffee's okay as sure. long as you're drinking it black. You know, you put your cream and sugar, which I, you shouldn't do. Put almond milk instead, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you're going to drink your coffee throughout the day, keep it black. But if you're going to do it, dude, you got to have at least eight ounces of water because yeah. it'll change everything. Rough, your when whole you get day. to chapter, ch- sorry, it, chapter two, when you get to chapter two, I'll tell you there. Yeah, <laughs> that's water. Right. Wake that's up and drink. You're almost it, there. Like, all right. I'll, yeah, I'll, you're, I'll, I'll, you're a few pages away. You, you're you you're guys, six months away. <laughs> you guys, this is called own the day. Let me tell you uh, a secret. It's called losing the day. Tell me if you guys... <laughs> Tell me if you guys have you ever uh, T- Tiggy Tiggy can attest to this. I get the most done between the hours of eleven and one or eleven and two. I'll, I'll get like a day's worth of stuff done between those hours, including workouts. And uh, sometimes Wait, I push eleven it at night hard. or in the afternoon. PM 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 at night. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. Just that? what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> the other day I was on the phone with him. He's having coffee at 11. <laughs> I was like, are you going to have coffee right now? <laughs> yeah, I needed it. Yeah. That's I, like his melatonin. <laughs> here's the thing. It's just for whatever reason, the world goes to sleep. There's no noise. There's no distraction. Everything's peaceful. It's like waking up at 5 a.m., which yeah. I've done as well. There I was going to say, um, man, there's something yeah. about waking up when nobody's up. Yeah. It's. Oh, it, man. It is yeah. rejuvenating. Big time. Yeah, Sorry, Ralph. My, go ahead. Mike Tyson would say that he would wake up in the middle of the night and go for jogs, mm-hmm. like two, three mile runs, and it, it motivated him knowing his opponent was asleep. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, my opponent is sleeping, and I'm getting better and stronger. Then he would go back Look to sleep. Kobe, Kobe. Like, rest in peace. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah. Kobe and Jordan yeah. would do the same thing. So let me tell you about uh, my possible book one day called Losing the Day. You push it so hard <laughs> at night that you set your morning alarm that you know you're going to be late and this is it, this is a skill you wake up knowing you're late you already <laughs> slept in so you get up and you're out of bed there is no going back to sleep there's no snooze you're up you're late yalla <laughs> let's go it's you guys you know put it in your pocket if you have to pull it out once or twice a year it's a good skill to have i'm just saying you say that you get most things done between 11 and 2 11 p.m to 2 a.m yep okay so you go to bed at like 2 33 i go to bed at 2 especially with work from home now i'll go to bed at 2 and i'll wake up at 8 and i i, I immediately get behind the computer and i start and how bad and groggy are you at eight o'clock I'm right, like lose the day man i'm, I'm i can't be late my alarm started i my morning commute is like 17 feet and then i'm just right behind the computer and you go to town huh and i just i just do it man uh but i will say it's weird guys working from home this morning i couldn't sleep so i woke up at 4 a.m and i started working and i just started continually worked until uh it, like eight my wife woke up and I, I took a break i would have never put on a suit and gone to downtown LA at 4 a.m. No but way. when the work is in your living room, yeah. you're like, might as well just get it done. They'll get, like, it's on me now. I have to push this project through. You just do it. It's right there. It's 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 sort of like, you know, it's a blessing and a curse just to have it right there at, at your lap. Yeah, I think it comes back to routines, Mike, what you were saying. Like, Rolf, it's setting, being disciplined and that mindset to make sure that you take care of your body. So like you set a routine of what time to go to sleep, unless you have like a big deadline to do. And that's a different story, but it's just being disciplined and setting that routine, going to sleep. And that's what I was doing when the gyms were open. Like when 4 a.m., I was waking up at 4 a.m., getting up, doing my routine, driving to the gym, working out, doing my sauna, steam room over there, showering, and then heading into the office. And that was easier to do the routine but working from home i could see what you're talking about Rafa. it's very easy to get sidetracked and you know you know i could wake up and like you said you're 17 feet away from your work you know your laptop and you're you're on so it's the mindset and the discipline saying okay you know what i need to take care of my body i need to get minimum six hours of sleep 12 o'clock rolls around i'm gonna go to sleep at 12 wake up at six just getting in that routine and then you have that internal clock right that internal clock inside of you it's very important where you won't even need an alarm you just know like 10 o'clock comes or 12 o'clock comes you feel tired time to go to sleep and then when 6 a.m comes you just wake up you don't even need an alarm clock it gets to that point but uh yeah i could i could see how that could be so hard to stay disciplined at home it is and the morning routine keeps you disciplined like you said Mm -hmm. like there is a reason for routines and i'll tell you man i was into routines like hardcore but then there was a day when I, for some reason, I thought about my routine and I was like, wait a second, if I keep doing the same exact thing every single day, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like 
that great if I get out of my routine. Like I'll be scared to do something else because right. then I'm off my routine. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like breaking up the routine sometimes is good too. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So instead of working out at home or whatever, like go to the beach and run. Yeah. Right. Or ride the bike outside. Like do something a little bit different so you're not timid or, uh, you know, upset or ruin your day. Yeah. Because you're not doing the same exact thing every single day. Variety is the key to life, man. Yeah. Yeah. Variety yeah. is the key to life. Keep, yeah. it, keep it interesting. 100% agree with you there, man. You know, it's interesting you said that, Mike. I felt I had the same conclusion, but uh, my, my conclusion was if I do the same routine every day, life's passing by too quickly. Mm. And that scared the shit out of me. And, uh, and, and to your point too, T, discipline is key. But again, there's a fine line between the discipline and then just the the monotonous routine you hit the nail on the head tiggy you said you have to keep growing mind body soul yeah and i i think that's the that's the right balance i didn't come up with this but i heard about this and it, it's been a game changer for me every year on my birthday i would sit down and if i'm turning 32 i would write down 32 things i want to do in the year and it could be work out at the beach it could be go to the bagel house that you pass by every day and you always tell yourself you're going to go in one day. Just 32 things you've always so wanted awesome. to do. That's cool. That's such a it, great idea, yeah. dude. I love that. It, it, it helps it, you grow, yeah. man. Yeah. Seriously, because it's going to make you do things that you probably would have never done. But now you've got a checklist to do it because you've got 32 things to do and now you don't have a choice. You have to do it. And yeah. it makes you feel really good about yourself because it's something yeah. you did when you probably would have never done. It's you what you put on that list, and it, you two have helped me knock some things off that list. Uh, the the float lab, remember that? Yep. Oh, that, nice. that was yep. on my list. It, I put things on my list that I always say I'm gonna one day do, but I have zero motivation to do. Right. So when when I tell people about this, and you guys said, "Oh, I want to go do a float lab," that was boom. We knocked that out. That was a fun day. That was great, that especially was... when we're waiting for you in the waiting room, and you come out and you got like <laughs> salt in your eyes, and you're like, Dude, "That was the worst experience <laughs> of my life." Always happens for the first time. It happened yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, dude, dude, did anybody else get salt in their eyes, man? My what, eyes are still me, burning. <laughs> Mike, let me, let's let's explain what happened. They give you this like complicated yeah. uh, YouTube tutorial <laughs> on what to do, and these guys like watched it, you know, very very diligently. And I'm like, hatch. I'm talking, joking. I hit accept, move on. Yeah, yeah. And then we get in there, and I like the first thing I do is I dunk his face. my head into. The- <laughs> <laughs> immediately i dunk my head into the water and i'm like oh this is great no Until... wonder joe rogan likes it and it burns everything yeah and then it all makes sense on why they give you all the supplies they give you but like they don't give you goggles <laughs> that's one thing they should give no they don't yeah you got to yeah. take your own goggles that's what i would tell somebody going for the first time is make sure you take your own goggles and they give you ear ear plugs yeah right? they give you that headset yep. to lay yeah. back down yeah it's a trip, man. It, it's, it's a cool it experience. Is. Did you knock out Rafa in there, or you were? You, there's no way after that experience, like the first initial dunk. How are you able to it, just calm down and just chill out it, in there? It was like trying to relax after getting pepper sprayed in the face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I've had that done for me before. Pepper spray. You've gotten yeah. pepper sprayed? Why? When I was a little kid. On purpose? No, accident. My neighbor accidentally did it with the. Jeez. Yeah, with the, it was the male guy. The male guy came in. It's for the dog pepper spray. Boom! Right into my wow. eyes. Got rushed to the emergency. Had to strap me down. It was so bad, man. I really broke the strap open. Yeah. They just no bring, way. They, bring, they bring the hose and they just put it down your eyes. 
Like, cause to flush it out, they're right. just flushing it out. It was bad. Yeah. Damn, dude. Wait a second. Wow. The male guy made the mistake, or your cousin? No, my neighbor. I was out and I was out playing basketball, and then our male guy came, and he—I don't know what the heck he was thinking. I was—I always go get the mail. I wouldn't let him put it in the mailbox. I would go pick it up, and then I was just right by him, and he goes, "Oh, what is this doing?" He just sprays it, boom, right into my eye, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like really? <laughs> Let's find out what this does. <laughs> Yeah, damn. Right away. How was that? Do you remember the how bad it felt? Oh, it was terrible. Really, it was terrible, bro. I was like, like I'm telling you, like they took me to the ER right away, rushed me in, they put me down, and then I was just shaking. I could, they, they couldn't hold me down, so they wow. put a strap on me, and they, you know those straps, like they tie you up, and then it was so bad that I broke the strap. Then they put another strap on me, and they had to hold me down with like two two nurses wow. or whatever on the side. Yeah. How old were you? I was probably like. What was it? Ten to twelve, something around that age. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ten-year-old Tiggy just like breaking straps and <laughs> throwing people. Here, I dude. had the muscles back there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was speaking of pepper spray. How about any habits, Roth? Have you had any habits that you've broken? Yeah, actually, I read a book called The Power of Habit. It's a it's a New York bestseller. It's a yellow book. Uh, it's by Charles Duhigg. I think is the it's a it's a picture of like a wheel, and this was a game changer of a book. It helped break down the psychology of habits and uh, why we get into them, how to set keystone habits, and how to break bad habits. It is a truly a game changer. And uh, not too long ago, uh, I'll keep this one short. Uh, is your wife not around? Too, yeah, <laughs> oh, not yeah, too long ago, uh, he looked we over his shoulder yeah. and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna keep this, I'll one, keep this short. one short." <laughs> it's not well, well, why don't you go to the other room, man? <laughs> it was it was suggested we try premarital counseling before we get married to build a better foundation. So we found a coach on on Yelp, uh, and 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 she, you know, she was very helpful. Better communication skills. It truly was helpful. And then uh, I lost my routines when work from home started. So Ani, my wife, suggested she's like, why don't you you know hit up Natalie again and book some one on one sessions? She was helpful. Maybe she'll help you. She is a life coach too. On on top of it all. So uh, that's exactly what I did. I booked like a month's worth of sessions with her. She helped me figure out the mindset of why I have bad habits and then helped me break them. And her, she gave me the greatest advice. She's like, look, if you know you're about to do something that's a bad habit, ask yourself why. I'm not saying don't do these bad habits. Just ask yourself. And that cognitive recognition is oftentimes enough for you to be like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, and then you you realize, and then it's no longer a sub subconscious action. What kind of habits start, are we talking about, though? Like, uh, let me just go on. Uh, let me just go on Facebook real quick and get a quick dopamine rush. Mm. Quick distractions here and there. Let me get make myself a snack, for example. And then you ask yourself, you're like, wait, am I even hungry right now? No, I just ate two and a half hours ago. Why? Like, I'm just doing it because I'm bored. You realize the subconsciousness of it all. And then you start setting keystone habits. I'm going to eat healthy this many times a day. But anyway, that's hmm. that's what was a game changer for me. How T, was she, what about you? How was she in the marital department for you guys? A game changer. Hmm. Game changer. She uh, helped us uh, learn better listening skills, better communication skills. Communication's key. Helped us, uh, you know, we, we broke down. If we got into an argument, we would break it down. Why? How did the argument start? What happened? How we were feeling? What was the result? And, and we got a great relationship, my wife and I. The, the skills we learned from her will use the rest of our lives. It, seriously, it was a game changer. And uh, I, I highly suggest that anyone who's 
even, you know, if you're getting married, if you're going to live with someone or you just want to better yourself, find, find a life coach, yeah. hit up Natalie. How many sessions did you have with her? I, I want to say like five, six, let's say we went for three months, once a week. And it was about an hour, hour and a half long each. And what do you think so, you were missing in your relationship prior to meeting with her? Not just, I would say not missing. We just, you know, we're like anyone else. It's just, she would give you the extra tools to communicate better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How to listen better. Mike, you know how to listen, but do you have active skills for listening? What, what, like when someone's talking to you, taking better mental notes, that, that these are skills that you subconsciously pick up. But when a professional is talking yeah. to you, it's a game changer. Good. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that, Roth. It's good therapy. Definitely, man. I actually... I'm happy to hear that. A lot of the people in the real estate office I was working with, they have a, a business coach. I actually went to the Tony Robbins event last summer, or excuse me, last winter. It was December. I met a girl from Cyprus, all the way from Cyprus, not the city around over here in LA, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, Cyprus over there in Europe. And um, she, she was becoming a, a, like a life coach, like a business coach. So I actually jump on a call with her like once a week. And she's like, she offered to like kind of practice with me so she's she's been doing it for a couple of years now and she's not charging me anything so i would jump on and again it's like our time differences is like different it's like 12 hours or 10 hours so it's like 11 at night for me and it's like 11 in the morning for her mm. or something like that and she gives you know good advice just to help you out in like areas that you think you might need help in mm -hmm. it's almost like therapy you know you just kind of talk to each other about it and then like figure, figure out a solution and it kind of it goes back to discipline like it disciplines you because you have like someone that you know, like a coach that you're going to be answering to. So you got to make sure that you've done the homework on yourself to show it when you show up to next week's coaching sessions. Yep. So keeps you accountable. Exactly. keeps you accountable. So it comes down to like coaching, comes down to discipline. And then like Roth was saying, like healthy habits, it's really hard to keep them at home. But if those habits actually make you feel good, it's a lot easier to do. So going back to what you were saying, like it becomes too, um, you know, monotonous, like oh, same thing every day. But being disciplined and doing those stuff in the mornings, you're owning the day, you're starting the day on the right foot, you're waking up early, you're having your water, you're hydrating your body, you're meditating, you're calming your mind down, right? You're journaling a little bit, you're looking at your visualizations, man, you, after you're done with that, and then you do your workout, you, you get a rush of dopamine, and you're ready to rock the day. You get in that shower, you take a cold shower, and you get out, and you're like, when you get to your day with not yours, is, you go to the office, but you know, you, you, if you start your day in front of your laptop, then you're just rocking and rolling. You have that cup of coffee with that nice post-meal workout meal that you have. Boom, you're, you're set. You're All straight. the bells and whistles are going off. Mm -hmm. Hey, Roth, is your wife making like a welding a table together back there? Or? <laughs> is it picking it up? <laughs> Like you hear it like everything. everything. I mean, like, what is is this? Are we at Benny Hanna back here? What, what is she doing? No, uh, she's washing. She's washing the dishes. I'm sorry, uh, Boobler. They can hear everything you're doing back there. I'm sorry. <laughs> she even told me too. She's like, "Hey, is it cool if I wash the dishes?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah no problem." Of course, it won't pick it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. I'm no, it's sorry. good. That <laughs> That's We're, good stuff. She, she's in the East Wing right now in our <laughs> palace in Burbank. <laughs> You're like, I got nowhere to go, dude. <laughs> this is I'm in the other room. Uh, I live in a one bedroom in Burbank. It's it's pretty small, man. Welcome it's, to California. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, right. man. I know. T, that's good Sorry stuff. Sorry about that. That's yeah. good yeah. stuff, man. You Thanks. too, Roth. That's really. I'm really happy for you, Rafi. Uh, being you. in a great relationship, there's nothing like it, oh, and. Yeah. Having a woman by your side, I think, is really important, you know, and I'm happy for you. I'm happy you guys are happy. That's great. Thank um, 
T, you made a lot of sense with that stuff too. That stuff is really important. I've never had a I've never had a life coach say. I've had people in my life that I can go to that I can trust. There you go. That yeah. I can like ask them questions mm-hmm. since I was young, like yeah. 15, 16 years old, man. That's awesome, man. I've always had older friends and I feel like that made me mature real quick. Yeah, exactly. You have mentors. Never are- went to college. I, I just I'm I'm not a big school person. I'd rather learn on the streets yeah. and you know, school of hard knocks. Definitely. And that's kind of how I did it. My father was basically my professor. This guy who I always... Yeah, best guy you can have. I look look up to him every day. Wisdom right there. That's years of wisdom, yeah. It's right. And so I try to make him proud every day. So that that helps. That's That's the motivator for me. Mm -hmm. So... I've never had this before, but I have. I have. I have. I've never had like a direct person that I can go to, right. but I've had multiple people that I can go to yeah. for me, which is cool, man. That's one of the things so I took big. actually is uh, we spoke about Tony Robbins, but he, he that event that seminar I went to is resource resourcefulness. How resourceful are you? You have everything that you're you know you have access to everybody if if you want so your friends your family members you know you have a community and you could go ahead and reach out to them so i'm i use all my resources from my sisters who have knowledge about different things mm-hmm. to you i ask you so many questions right to rafi who's like the major guy in, you know media marketing so you have people you just have to you know create those relationships and that's what you've done is you've created those relationships and you've used them as mentors um you know i look at you as one of my mentors too because i ask you a lot of questions so thanks man yeah you have a lot of good advice if you want good advice talk to talk to mike and i just won't. i just don't give myself the advice the same advice <laughs> that's usually the issue yeah. that's a big one mike seriously taking your own advice yeah yeah you, you, that's you're a right, big Rob. that's a big one man and t-, t you're right too man that 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 euphoria you discovered like you did you described earlier owning the day and and starting it off with a win mm-hmm. and that'll carry you through the entire day you feel invincible yeah yeah, you're absolutely right on that. And the meditation, 100%. man, is a big part of it. Like, it, it's it's there's no right or wrong way to do it. You could actually put on YouTube, you know. And we've 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 shared that one girl. Who's that girl that does it? Um, Audrey, Audrey, no, Adrian, Adrian. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it was a. It's my girl. Yeah, she <laughs> she's good. You could just find so many stuff on YouTube, and yeah. you know that goes a long way, man. Um, you 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 might have monkey brain or your brain goes all over the place, but sitting down and just quieting that mind for like mm-hmm. ten minutes, mm-hmm. start small, start simple, five minutes. It takes a long way, um, just you know, quieting that mind and starting off. What do you do, T? Do you actually just sit there and put meditation music on on Spotify or guided meditation? I'll do a little bit of like, kind of like a different style, like you said, to be have a variety. But I'll do guided meditation on YouTube. I'll find it, or I'll most of the time I'll put Spotify and I'll put this like really, uh, really chill music. It's called meditation music. You just search meditation music, and then I just sit there and then just get lost in my thoughts. Sometimes I'll sit in a comfortable upright position, where it's you know like a Buddha position, legs crossed. Other times when I you know I feel uh, like I want to lie down, I'll just lie down on my on my floor and and I'll like on the carpet and I'll lie down on the rug, whatever, and then I'll just go into that stance or trance for a little bit. Where do you go with it, though? Like, it, for me, it's difficult when I meditate to get lost in my meditation because I've got I've got things in my mind. So, like, if I'm trying to meditate, I'm thinking something else. Yeah, and that's the monkey brain. That's, How do you get well, lost? How do you get lost? It's, 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 it's just like being present, trying to stay in present. Like, if that happens, you, you, you redirect your thoughts like, no, okay, stay in the moment, stay here go back to quiet the mind and just like training yourself to do that because yeah you're just like okay i gotta go do this you're already thinking i gotta go work out or i gotta go do this but just staying present in the moment and repetition practice 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 and then eventually you'll get you'll get there even i struggle with it it's not like i do it correctly all the time but just having that 
chill factor for at least 10 minutes makes a world of difference for me. You're doing 10 minutes in the morning? Yeah, 10 okay. minutes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Raf, you ever experienced any of that meditation? Mm-hmm. And uh, me being in social media and having to juggle a million different things, I have to be ADD to do it all. So meditation is key to centering myself and, and not getting lost in it all. My old boss at my job, he uh, he's big time into meditation. They would meditate every day. And I asked him the same question you did, Mike. And uh, he told me, he goes, what you do when you get those thoughts, you just absorb it. You just say, well, okay, that's how I feel or that's the thought. Mm-hmm. And then you let it go right. and another one will come and then you just let it go. Yeah. And eventually you'll notice that like, like a fish swimming against a rock on a stream, they'll just come right past you and they get less and less. And then you just, you stay, you, you just absorb it, let it go. And then you, you know, maybe it's your subconscious mind saying, you've been saying you're going to clean the shed for <laughs> My, two months now. It's time to do it. Maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's time to do it so that you can finally just stop thinking about That's it. It's true. And so you're basically, you're right. So like accept the thoughts, right? Yeah. Accept it and move on. I like that, yeah. Yeah, accept it. I like that. You know, guided meditation will help with that, too, Mm -hmm. if you do the guided part. Mm -hmm. Man, there are times, and I'll be honest with you, I try to meditate as much as I can, but there are times, guys, where there's been probably maybe 10 or 12 times, unfortunately. The rest of the times I I do, it hates me. I hate it because I get lost. And when I get uh, actually lost in a good way when I meditate, I'll send them to you, T, and I'll be like, dude, you got to listen to this one because I got lost. If I got lost, that's a really good thing. Mm Mm-hmm. There are times when I'm very honest, dude. Can she can she put the shrimp in my mouth real quick? Stop making noise, boo. They're listening. They hear everything. (laughs) That's awesome. There's times when that I will get lost, you guys, and I'm not feeling like up to standards prior to my meditation. Mm -hmm. After that meditation, I am back to center. Yeah, dude, it's the most magical feeling yeah. where you just feel like mm-hmm. you're like, ah, I'm just not, I'm just, it's like a cloudy day-ish, you know? Right. And then I'm done with it and I was like, holy shit, how good do I feel right now? I'm like, let's go. Yeah. And it's hard for me to get there, T, and it's probably because I'm not consistently doing it. Yeah. I gotta get back on it. Definitely. Consistency is key. I get it. Do, yeah. Do you guys ever, this was my meditation, getting on a, some kind of steady cardio and just doing high interval training or just straight up doing it for an hour, whether it be elliptical, the bicycle, or uh, going for a run or yeah. a walk, what, whatever. That was my meditation too. And but, yeah, that's a form. Just, yeah, that's a form of meditation, Rob. Yeah, like working out, getting lost in your talk, yeah. dancing. People use dancing as a form of meditation. Yeah, it just doesn't have to be sitting there quietly. It, it helps. It's good. But yeah, you're exactly right. Going for a nice jog outside, you know? No doubt. Yeah. And you know, actually looking at like the trees and looking at houses and like actually yeah. like looking at things in a different way rather right. than just walking and not being grateful for anything. Right. And that's being present. Yeah. That's the whole thing is being, being present. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hey, it's Mike. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you are, please give it a five-star review, follow it, and tell a friend or two. Let's get back to our fun conversation with the guys. Talking about being present... T, you've got a serious passion in fitness and health. Yeah. And you finally decided to kind of put this thing together as to workout videos. Yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, it's called Tick Fit 100. 
a hundred because it's a hundred hundred days. Oh, it's a hundred days. It's a hundred day workout program. And he also scored a hundred points in high school. That's right. So you gotta you gotta <laughs> add that in there somewhere. But it's these videos from uh, towel workouts to mm-hmm. band workouts yep. to body weight body weight workouts. We even throw yoga in there, and yoga. that's a form of meditation. Yeah, thirty minute yoga practice. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to be in some of these videos. Yes, you are. Thanks man. for having me. Those are fun. It was a blast. It was awesome. We did this in the last couple months or so. We were recording and filming. Yeah. It's going to come out here. We're, what, uh, December 23rd Sixth. today. Yeah. It's going to, is it going to release and come out? We're going to launch December 26th. Yeah. After Christmas. Day after Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So you're set and ready to go. And like, yeah. So if I order this thing on the 26th, when depending do you on to get shipping it? time with all this COVID, it's a little week, bit delayed. About week and a week. half. Yeah, yeah. About a week and a half. Yeah. yeah. So talking about these habits, like forming habits and New Year's resolutions, I don't think there's a better time for you to come out with a program like this because it's not a gym. It's not a place you have to go to. You literally do it in your home, in yeah. your office, at a hotel if you need to travel. Like right. you can take this anywhere you go. It, I think it comes with the bag, so the bands all come with it. The, the Towel towels come with it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to make this sound like an ad because it's absolutely not an ad. It's me being excited for you and passionate about Thank it because you, you're so passionate about this whole thing. Yeah, and it's something that I am jacked about because it's exactly my model. Like this is yeah. what I do every day, mostly body weight workouts. Right. Uh, with my bands. I haven't I haven't introduced the towels yet. We've done a couple towel workouts via FaceTime and it they're workouts, man. They're full on workout, yeah. Yeah. So it's, take us through this whole like journey of yours and like starting this TikTok yeah, one hundred thing. Definitely. Thanks, Fed. It's been it's been like a childhood dream of mine. Ever since I was like, I don't know, maybe elementary or middle school, driving around, you know the store sergeants in uptown Whittier yeah yeah so yeah it's still would, there it's still there yeah. yeah 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 so like when I would go there for my like little league or literally like for basketball jerseys we would get it from over there I was like oh this is a really cool store like I would thought of myself like owning a store like this one day whenever I would go to big five I was like you know I was like and I, when I still go to big five or like dick sporting goods I'm like a kid in a candy store I love everything in there right yeah. I love sports since the age of five so it was like ever since I was a child I was like oh, I would like to start something sports related I don't know what it was something sports related so this is ties into that it's sports fitness and it's just you know coming all together it's really nice man it started back in like what was it right when the lockdowns happened actually like february march i actually got hurt playing basketball and i injured my groin and my back and coming back from it i grabbed the gym towel started doing these stretches on like my floor in my room in my bedroom on your own the stretches or do you yeah. go on youtube and no, find no, out like, on my good stretches? okay i just grabbed the towel started doing these like random movements pulling on the towel on each end started doing these stretches putting it over my leg and you know what i was felt good so i did it again the next day it was like 30 minutes and then i just created these different like routines of like the way to hold the towel to the way to position my body right and left and it sounds weird man but it's as simple as a towel like that's all it, it was it was a towel so by the end of the week i had created like a full total body workout just with this towel and i was like huh i was like all right this is pretty cool so that was after san diego right and when i was feeling hurt after i did that for a couple of weeks my body was slowly feeling better and better like i was feeling stretched out and then after that, I created a full five-day routine. And next thing you know, I've inter- I have a beginner level, an intermediate level, and an advanced level. Like, I just took it to the next level. And I have an elite level, which I haven't dropped yet. Mm. That's, that's something, hopefully, you know, I'll have in 2021. But, yeah, putting this project together, like, seeing it come to life is pretty cool, man. Like, it's been 
what is it, March? So it's been like nine months coming and you get the gym fitness towel, you get exercise videos with the gym fitness towel and they're professionally shot videos. Like, you know, yeah. we had three camera guys. We had three camera guys recording us with lighting legit. and everything. It was legit. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was a cool experience. It was a great learning experience, it man. Was. Yeah. I was on your program of eating well and doing some workouts that you kind of geared for me and uh, my before and after pictures are actually on your website. Yeah, so if you guys want to see right. me shirtless, you can... <laughs> probably the only way of doing it and you're ripped man the abs are out you can, you can check it out Roth. the were. abs are out bro. You, heard, you heard the past tense were ripped <laughs> that was like that was a hundred day program you did it was but you know what it was it was your nutrition 100% it was the nutrition 100% yeah. yeah I mean I was working out a lot but what, five six times a week yeah 30 minutes a day yeah yeah there you go yeah and that all helps like i always say it's good for the mind it's therapeutic but dude if you want to lose weight and see a difference and all that yeah. stuff you gotta watch what you put in and we actually have that i so i'm a certified nutrition coach and i have a simple nutrition guide that comes with this package actually so with the whole package you're gonna get the towel fit and then you get the videos you get the resistance bands you get the videos for resistance band and then you'll get body weight exercises all under 30 minutes, five times a week, you get two rest days, and then you get a simple nutrition guide that tells you what you eat, proteins, your good carbs, your veggies, your fruits, your snacks, and boom. That's all you got to do is you have to follow it and be disciplined and drink a lot of water. TickFit100. TickFit100.com. Dot com. Yeah. Is nice. there a mic up Pod promo code yet or no? Yeah. yeah. Let's start one up. I like that. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Actually, you know what? Yeah, let's, I have a, a special package that I'm made just for the Armenian community. Mm. Um, it actually comes with it. And it's funny because I had these designs when I was showing you back in March. You've helped me pick out these designs. My designs haven't changed. It was the Armenian flag, the USA flag, and then a uh, army green camouflage flag and a bunch of other color designs that I have as well. But I put, I'm putting together an Armenian box that's going to have the Armenian towel. It's gonna have the resistance pants and it's gonna have the Armenian the Armenian what, shirt. What we're gonna do is from the here, a certain percentage of the proceeds, we're donating donating to the Armenian Wounded Heroes Fund. Beautiful. Yeah, and that's Tiggy, a, Tiggy didn't didn't you guys do something during during the war? To that's help right, Ralph. Yeah, Armenia I totally forgot. About, yeah, man. Mike, me and I yeah, Mike and I did a virtual live workout with my nephew yeah. and it was on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, 30 minutes, and we raised over twenty seven thousand dollars with matching contributions. Wow. In That's 30 minutes, lot, man. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I was blown away. I was a little scared to do it because I figured, you know, how are we going to really get people to get yeah. on this thing and donate to us? Yeah. How many people are really going to be watching? But I tell you, man, the community is very strong mm -hmm. and it's a united one. I think it's as united as it's ever been. Definitely. And people just come together when times aren't that great, man. How no. beautiful is that? Yeah, man. Like, it's a beautiful thing. It and was, so, dude. I, thank you to all our friends oh, and family, man. man. Like, when we did it, I was only expecting like $2,000. I was like, yeah, if I get to $2,000, it'll be great. Grand, yeah. And then next thing you know, things are coming in and my niece is like taking care of like, oh, someone donate on Facebook. Someone sent you a Venmo. And then at the end of the weekend, it was $27,000. And then we got it matched, obviously, with matching contributions. But yeah, this war hit home to all of us, man. I had relatives, my mom's cousins that were fighting in the war and luckily they were okay. My cousin, uh, friends, my, my friend's cousin that was fighting in the war. It was just... It was crazy, man. Yeah. You know, but honestly, bro, I was just like every other person in the diaspora for 45 days or whatever it was, the four, 44 days of the war. I was in straight depression, man. Like straight yeah. depression. All I would do is check my phone and try to look for updates. Just like everybody else, this, this hit home for me because I was born there, you know, came here at the age of five. And then last time I went back last summer, you know, played for playing a Pan-Armenian home, Pan-Armenian game. I really had a connection and I really wanted to take my mom back there this summer and obviously COVID and all that happened. So yeah. that, that's not happening. But I 
took a break from it all, Mike. I had to just to quit this, this project that I'm doing. It's making me feel sane. Like I took I took a break from social media really to. I couldn't take it. It was just depressing me so much. So now I'll get a little news here and there from my mom, but I'll try to just focus on this project. And now knowing that whatever I'm doing this for this Armenian community with this box, I'm going to donate a percentage to this Armenian Wounded Heroes, Armenian Wounded Heroes Fund, and they'll you know take care of it. So give back, give back. Yeah, Beautiful. exactly. Nicely done, man. Yeah, yeah Proud of you. that's amazing, Tiggy. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, man. And you know, I, thanks to Mike. Yeah, Mike has a bunch of good people on his show, and. Uh, you know, again, talking about being resourceful, going back to that, right? Like Rafi was on your show mm-hmm. and he's great at social media marketing. So I connect us. Hey, Mike, what do you think about Rafi? Like, you think if I start this thing, he'll be good for my social media campaign? Absolutely. So we sat, sat down, we sit, sat down, had lunch. And then Rafi gave me the, the pitch and I was like, you know what? He knows what he's talking about, mm-hmm. obviously on your show too. So I was like, Rafi, let's do this. And, you know, he's just as excited as I am. He's working hard on it. And that's what I was saying earlier when we started. We were talking on the phone. The guy was having coffee at 11 at night. He was working on the TickFit social media marketing <laughs> campaign. You know? Rafi, you're a hard worker, man. I, I appreciate you. the energy, dude. So it's about surrounding yourself with the right people and the right team. So I've utilized a lot of the people that you've brought on your show, even Greg, Greg Horsharian. He made a custom song for TickFit 100. Yeah, 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 good, man. That's awesome. So That's great. That was the whole idea of this platform was yeah. to, you know, get better every day, right? What we were right. talking about earlier because that's the whole idea. Like, how do we grow? How do we get better? Exactly. And then if I'm able to, like, unite people and get them together and, and help the networking base, that's awesome. Yeah, man. man. Sweet. It's, we wouldn't be seeing each other right now if it weren't for this. We wouldn't be talking. We wouldn't right? have all these ideas. We wouldn't be making people laugh. Like, exactly. Keeping people sane during these times, man. That's important. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's something that I noticed these past uh, few months. Uh, everyone has a specialty, and everyone I saw come together and try to figure out how they can help the homeland, how they mm-hmm. can help each other. I saw so many people starting businesses with the mindset of this isn't for me. I don't want to get rich. I want to build something that will help Armenia, that will help our community. And then not only that, credit to the community too. Everyone's coming together yeah. and supporting each other. Yeah. Yeah, we have a tree right now in front of me. It's full of Armenian ornaments that That's my wife awesome. and I have been buying from everyone. Yeah. And it, it, tr- truly kudos to everyone. Tiggy, kudos to you guys, to to, yeah, to you, Mike. We did like, that with my nephew. It was a great experience. It felt good doing that. You know, it's like doing, it's the least we what? can do. Doing what? To raise the funds for yeah, you know, back, oh, yeah, back yeah, home. It's yeah, the least we sure. can do because we're not out there. You know, those 18-year-old soldiers. That's the thing. Like, what else can you do? Yeah. Yeah. There's no choice. You don't have an option. You just make it happen. You yeah. know, that's, yeah. that's just the mentality behind it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the... Uh, New Year's resolutions, Roth. Are you going to have one this year? <laughs> I think. You know what, man? One? I, just I, one? I, 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 I'm going to. Yes. To answer your question, absolutely, man. I, I think you'll see a theme that all, all three of us have, and it's uh, always bettering yourself, mm. bettering your mind, body, soul, all of the above. It's like crucial. Yeah. And, and it's something that I notice in, in uh, people who go after life, you know, not not people who have. I want to make money mindset. You see that on the internet all the time. Those, you know, hustlers, those kinds of, it's a sick mentality. Mm -hmm. You guys have a healthy, well-rounded person, well-rounded soul mentality of just trying to enjoy life as much as possible. And I think that's my number one goal. And I'm actually going to try Tiggy's program because I need to get back in shape and not even just a, you know, I want a six pack kind of a goal. I just really want to build healthy habits in a hundred days. 
that's a that's a foundation. You're one third of the year there. Yeah, and I, I think that's I think that's what really motivated me when when Tiggy was telling me about it. You know, Rob. Yeah. if you get on that program, it's not just about doing the workouts and it's a lifestyle. Doing the next yeah. one, it's a lifestyle. Lifestyle. And yeah. guess what? And guess what? Everything else you do in life is going to be that much better mm-hmm. because when you're working out, dude, the bells and whistles go off and you are so much more alert yeah. about things around you, about life, about people, about conversations, about everything, man. That's that's a form of meditation for me. That's my yeah, form of working same, out, man. I, all these ideas come to me and like just get lost in my thoughts and just working out. It's the best. Get that sweat going. it's a it's a you guys it's a drug man look take it from me i i'm 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 a fat ass part of the year and i get it i go six days a week hard at the gym to maintain this like physique (laughs) it's hard work you know being on the line of overweight and fit at the same time like it's you know it takes dedication and uh it's it completely changes the way you think your your food your diet your dietary choices have Mm -hmm. consequences when you're working out at the gym, burning 500 calories in an hour, hard to do. Eating 500 calories in 15 minutes, easy to do. And you start recognizing that when you start going to the gym. So to your points, they go hand in hand, guys. Yeah. People, 100%. Hopefully, you know, people have goals in mind. And a lot of us start somewhere and our goal is here. And some of us get in a Ferrari and get to that goal. Some of us right. get on a bicycle and get to that goal. Some of us walk to get to that goal. As long as you are getting closer to that goal every day, every week, every month, that's all that matters. Yeah. And you build your foundation and then you build your stories of your right. house, right? Yep. Just keep building, 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 building. Don't stop building. And so that's really the most important thing, man. As long as you know that you are doing something right and you're around the good people, and you're teaching them good things that you've learned, and then you're learning back from them. That's what it's about, man. I tell everybody all the time, like, we're lucky we've got great families, and that's pure yeah. luck. It's True. pure freaking yeah. luck, dude. Yeah. You gotta know how you pick your friends. You know, you, you gotta you gotta pick the right friends. You you have good friends, you'll have a good future. And that's kind of how, how it rolls. I'm gonna tell you one more thing. Uh, there, I'm sure there'll be a couple more things, but I'm gonna tell you another thing is that you know, these New Year's resolutions, I hate telling people this because this episode is going to roll out, but more than likely that New Year's resolution is going to fail because a habit shouldn't be formed because a new year is starting. Yeah. Right? It should be formed when you think about what you want to do. Right. You're thinking about a goal on August 28th. It should start August 29th or August 28th. It shouldn't start on January 1st right. of that coming year. Yeah. Because you're already behind. You're, you're already telling yourself you're going to yeah. fail. Yeah. Like, why are you taking Setting so long up. to get there? Mm-hmm. So you're thinking about a goal, and then you're struggling through that goal. Let's say, think about why you started that goal to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like That's right. You, you wanted to get somewhere, so start on that day. Don't wait until the 1st of January. Do you know what helps with that? Writing your goals down. Put it out on oh. paper. Yeah, that definitely helps. And then, you know, put it somewhere where it's visible, so yeah. you could go ahead and, you know, it's right there in front of you. So that helps a lot. You guys, you guys hit the nail on the head again. I, I love saying it because it's, it's absolutely true. Two psychological tricks that help too. Do not tell people your goals because psychologically, by telling someone what you're going to do or what you're trying to do, your brain is like, I did it. I did it. I told Tiggy I was going to mm. go work out. I feel like I worked out. I don't need to work out today. <laughs> 
So don't tell people what you're going to do. Don't tell people what your intentions. Biggie used to say, bad boys move in silence and violence. So follow that. <laughs> you know what, you Rob? Know? It's interesting you say that, though. I'm the opposite. Like Sometimes I agree with that, but sometimes putting your... Like, for example, sharing my idea with you, Mike. So let's talk about that. I just thought thought, thought came up. Remember when we sat down? It was February. We went to dinner at Flight. Yeah. Ralph, I don't know if you like, I told you this story. So Right before the pandemic. Right before the pandemic, right. And we sat down and I was like, Mike, this is what I'm coming up for my logo. I was telling Mike about my idea, about my fitness idea. This was like, you know, still up in the early up and coming stage. It was like end of February, whatever it was. And Mike and I, I was like, Mike, this is what I'm thinking, like a TNF. And Mike and I grabbed the receipt from that dinner and we, we started drawing what the logo would look like. Rough draft started on that receipt inside of that restaurant. And, you know, it's just by me telling my goal to somebody else, like Mikey, for example, or telling it to my sister, my family members, my other friends and things like that. You're putting it out in the universe and then you're like, okay, now I'm telling people I got to do this. Like I'm telling people what now you're holding yourself accountable by telling others. So for me, it was that it worked in my favor in that way. And, you know, that's how the TF TikFit came out. We had that receipt, dude. The logo is, is kind of like it. Kind of like it. We had a, close, a designer right? touch yeah. it up a little yeah. bit, but it's like very close, that's so man. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's a powerful story, Tiggy. That, that, yeah. That's amazing. Thank you, man. But yeah, so I don't know. Sorry I cut you off, but that's how I saw telling people would be beneficial. I, you know, we're all made differently. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah. I think that some people think like Roth. I, I believe that's true, Roth. I, I feel like sometimes when you do tell somebody that, you, you kind of get it off your chest, if you will. Mm-hmm. And and it's more of a feeling of like, ah, oh, okay, that felt good. Wait, now I got to do it? You know, and then and then you've got guys like T who tell people and now they can't let them down. You know, yeah. where it's like, man, okay, I told him not wait. I can't, I just spoke about it. I can't not now not do it. Right. I got to do it. I got to come through now. So yeah. yeah, I can see both sides of that thing. There's a good book on that. It's called The Four Agreements. Have you guys read that book? No. Four agreements? No. Four agreements. I actually, okay, funny story about this. Did you finish the book? (laughs) I did. What chapter are you (laughs) on? Okay, I bought the book and then a year went by and then I bought the audiobook in one week, knocked it out. There you go. Audiobooks are great, man. That's the way to do it. Yep. I I tweeted at Drew Carey one time, Price is Right, Drew Carey, comedian Drew Carey. Right. And he responded. And I'm like, holy shit, Drew Carey just responded to my tweet. So then I immediately tweeted back at him. I'm like, Drew Carey, what's a book that'll change my life? And he said, The Four Agreements. And oh, I re- actually read it. Wow. And did, it, it, What did it do yeah, to your life? It gave me four, uh, you know, rules to, to live by. And hmm. it was actually pretty... Are you living uh, by them today? I try to, yeah. That's cool. One of, them's, one of them is uh, be impeccable to your word. So you tell someone there you're going to you go. be somewhere. That's a big one. And I think Tiggy follows that to his core. Rough, and rough. I, I, it might be a stupid question, but are these like four chapters or are they <laughs> like different... Four, acts like four think acts. of it like an act of a of a book yeah the four agreements four agreements the f- four agreements the four agreements yeah. oh, check that one and, out. Oh, check that out and there's a one more psychological thing too about about habits people try to go too big and then they go home that's like literally mm. you know the action you know action sports phrase go, go big or go, go home. home yeah <laughs> well people literally say like i'm gonna go a hundred push-ups today and then they do like 20 which is phenomenal and then they go home feeling like mm-hmm. I didn't even come close. Mm-hmm. I, then they feel bad. So then they yeah. go again and they, they still don't don't set yourself up for failure. The sure. book, The Power of Habit says, just shoot for going to the gym. And even if you don't want to go to the gym, put on your shoes, go into the gym, step foot in the gym and then leave. And yeah. that, I've done that before. Yeah. I go for 15, 20 minutes and then leave. 
because a 20 minute workout is better than a zero minute workout. Yeah. And that's how you make healthy habits. I agree, Ross. It's, it's, it's keeping it simple. It's yep. not over, yeah, extending yourself. It's keeping it simple and starting small. You don't have to go hit the home run right away, right? Do a bunt, single, you know, slowly. But yeah, you hit it right on the head, dude. Just uh, start somewhere. Just pick a day and just make the decision and just start and then take your time and then don't, yeah, don't set yourself up for failure from the beginning. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you, man. What else do you guys want to talk about? Any funny stories? Have you locked anyone inside of a gym? Oh my God, it's <laughs> seriously the best, dude. Well, I have a funny story on that going oh, back to Oh, that. wait, hold on one second. Yeah. Did you ever see that guy again? Yeah, I did. And I did he like there. just give you bad looks? Daggers, bro, yeah, daggers. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what? Now that you mention it, Mike, uh, so I, my, my, the job was I went from sales. So I used to sell memberships to then I became the guy who checked people in at the front desk at LA Fitness, right? So uh, that guy brought his friend in and they were just looking at me and he's telling his friend – and he's just talking shit on me, and there's nothing I can do. I'm like, I know, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the guy. That's, That's the, the guy. guy. <laughs> he's like, hey, no, no, no. yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to, you know. I just here, here. Let me, not, let me scan you in, please, please. Yeah, please, yeah. yeah. Should have deactivated his account. Be, no, man. <laughs> can, can you imagine well, how? How would you feel? You go in the sauna, you come out, all the lights are gone, Dude. the music stop. I'd be yeah, pissed, be, bro. Oh, so I was God. working at the bank. There was a story on that. They locked. When I was, it wasn't at the bank that I was working at. It was at Bank of America, I think. And they locked someone in the vault. Shut up. Oh yeah, they, the client stayed overnight in the vault. Dude, dude, shut up. Really, bro? I mean, I didn't find out what happened. Major shut lawsuit. up. Yeah. It was a, it wow. was a big story. Like I, we were, you know, I was at the Whitwood Bank, but it happened at one of the Bank of America's. That they, so you know how they let you in your safe deposit box? So they were in a safe deposit box. At the end of the day, you always have to go and you know, ch- check the whole bank downstairs everywhere, like before you lock up, before you put the security. And they forgot to change, uh, check the, the vault. The vault. They closed the vault, and when that vault closes, twenty four hours or you know, and it's so thick you can't even hear them. If once oh. the vault closes, you try to bang on it, good luck. There's they're not gonna hear you. There's no oh one. Oh my one god! So the next day when they open up the vault, the client was in there, dude. Crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. And how upset was that guy? <laughs> Outraged. Were oh, you there? Luckily, no, no, it was in my bank. I was. I just. How old, How big is this vault? Oh, it's huge! Like a big walk-in vault. It's a walk-in vault where they have the safe deposit boxes. So yeah, it's a. Oh my goodness, yeah. Mike! Luckily, that guy didn't speak English too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's imagine, man! That's got to be terrifying. Night what are in you the bank, and you nuts. have no access to the bunny. <laughs> oh, dude, really? Yeah. Dang. We we were in Beirut one time. I was 1995, and we're in an elevator. And I'll never forget this because, okay, here's what that story reminded me of, being in an enclosed space and It trapped. reminded me of when I was in the elevator in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It, we're in the elevator and the, the power goes out, which happens all the time in Lebanon. Every day the power goes out. So guy we're with, he just takes out a cigarette, starts smoking in the elevator. And I'm freaking out. We're from America. Oh power doesn't go out. It's normal. Over there, and, yeah. and they're just like, ah, calm down. We'll have a cigarette or two. I think they tried to like offer me one as a kid. <laughs> and then they... Sure enough, like 10 minutes later, power goes out. And I was like, wow, I've never, you know. That's a that's long this, 10 minutes, dude. I did it, it's especially as a kid. And you're like, oh, my God, this is like one of those movies. The terrorists come in and like everything happened. I was in a two by four. It was, uh, I had an episode on the whole thing. It was Bachelor the Party. Bachelor yeah. Party. Bachelor Party, yeah. bachelor yep. party stories. It, two by four in Mexico in this friggin' elevator with eight, nine of us guys. And everybody's drunk. And I'm like semi-drunk. I know what's happening. I will never take... 
oxygen for granted. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. It was crazy. And I'm in Mexico, man. Yeah. You're tripping. Mexico. And we get down and the lady's like, oh, the max weight was like 350 pounds. <laughs> we had like 1,300 pounds in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good memories. <sighs> Lifetime. Man, big time. So here's the part of the podcast where we kind of turn a little bit and talk about really our you know everyday lives and how we got to where we are and the advice we would give to those younger selves of ourselves or anybody that's looking for a career or what to do in their life. Me, me, Mike, when I got out of college, it was 2010. I had two, I was working while in college the entire time just to stay busy and be independent. I had minimum wage jobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had uh, I was working 30 hours a week for the city of La Habra, and I was working 30 hours a week at Motor Trend, both entry level. I would like close the I don't know how this happened, but I, now that I mention it, I was responsible for locking up the parks at night. <laughs> Something and about you and locking up places, for, man. <laughs> and I was responsible for locking up the gym. You know, previously to that. I don't know how that just became my gig in college. Face, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't. They're like, you know how to lock stuff. I'm like, do I ever? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've and locked then, a little Asian guy. <laughs> I left that part out. <laughs> and and, and uh, at Motor Trend too, I, I I just worked my way up from from that, and it was just because of just working your way up, man. Experience and it comes down but, to experience. But college, it, nowadays, it's like. Without it, you're invisible because you won't even get past their algorithms. They, mm. you know, if they just say this job requires a bachelor's mm-hmm. degree, it'll just eliminate if you don't even put it in there. Okay, so my now, argument to that is the it's stupid. The eight year old kid on YouTube making thirteen million dollars a year because he opens presents all day. Yeah. You think that kid ever needs college? No, man. <laughs> Are that all kid... the social media platforms? Listen, to your boy Gary V. Yeah. You, you think yeah. any of his stuff he's talking about is college worthy? No. He's a college. No, yeah. I, if I out, if yeah. I was if I was gonna do like if I had a kid and my kid's like I'm gonna follow Gary V's advice I'm gonna not go to college I would be like listen to me do it anyway while still going to college you're gonna meet more people in college you can sell a bunch of stuff you want to start a business college is the perfect place to start it mm-hmm. you're gonna have a, a million people around you you could talk to meet make friends go to parties like why wouldn't you want to go to college I'm that's about the a, argument i would make i'm about a trade though like i i feel I, like if you can find a trade yeah yeah you can make a lot of money without a college degree I won't or, argue. To, yeah. to me it goes yeah. back to like i would say finding something that they really enjoy and then, like you said, going back to your trade, it's everything. Like man. you said, like you passion. find, yeah, passion. You find something you enjoy, and then it doesn't even, you know, become secondary to other parts of it. And you just get into it, and you get so lost in it and involved in it, and that becomes your life. Guys, our life is, you know, living. The only way we're able to live, I guess, is you know, finding a way to make money. And if that's working your way to live a better life down the road because it's buying uh, the right stocks or buying property. Right. So you can kind of take it easy and, and try to live life as you grow older. But like right now we're grinding, like the three yeah. of us are grinding, 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 grinding. And the difference there is that what the most important thing I should say is that you have to make sure that what you're doing is something that you love mm-hmm. because you're there doing it more than you Roth are seeing your wife because, I mean, not right now, because you're home. No, it's true. But you're not doing something that you enjoy. 
life is going to be long, long and miserable. Oh, yeah. So you better Absolutely. make sure that's the number one advice I'd give a kid who asked me yeah. or my kid, dude, I don't care what you're doing, man. You have to make sure you're, you're living, you know, you're living in terms of, you know, some, some sort of funds you're making enough to live and always live within your means. Yeah. If you can't afford something, do not buy it. And so, and the other part of it, you have to find the passion. And nowadays, Roth, if you can't find a way to make money be due to social media and all these different platforms, something is is a little little off there. You know, like there's so many different ways and avenues. Yeah. I'm I've got my own freaking radio show, man. I am running a podcast. This is a That's dream yeah. of mine as a yeah. kid to That's have awesome. my own show. And I did this because of the internet and because they mm-hmm. they have this platform that I spent, you know, a, a, whatever, a thousand dollars and put a couple thousand dollars and put all this stuff together. And like, I'm running my own show. <laughs> I don't have an engineer, Roth. I don't have yeah. a producer. Right. I don't have a director. And, Nobody tells me what to do. Like, there's no suits around here telling me, you know like, what? hey, dude, your ratings suck. Right. We're taking, fuck you. Like, yeah. I, this is me, man. Like, and it's the experience. It goes back to like, yeah. how much have you grown since the time you started and what you've learned going into the editing room. No one sees all that stuff you do in the back in the editing room and how long that takes and how much effort. But you've grown so much by just doing so many more shows and getting better and better and growing. It's human nature now and it's like a yeah. it's natural thing for me in terms of like closing this up and then hitting the edit room and like going to town there was a time a few months ago where somebody told me he's like hey man I, th- I think you can grow this show and the way to do it is to find an editor and i found one for you it's so and so price send them your shows and do it and i was like i'm not yet like i want to f- mm-hmm. figure out what exactly he's gonna do because then i've got the experience to tell him no it should be done like this because right. i didn't know that mm-hmm. i can't tell him that right i'm not in that yeah. in that place to tell him that so I've, i think i've got the editing down to where it's a lot quicker and and i never thought i would figure this thing out dude but i did you, know, you, you just you just figure it out man that's amazing yeah, that's, that's amazing cool. to see it's true it, it's definitely true man mike you you touch up on something that that uh, that's crucial and it's something that is a trap i've fallen into i used to play world of warcraft for 12 hours a day. I, I used to play so much World of Warcraft, I quit my part-time jobs wow. and I started making money in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Like professionals professionals would pay me. They'd be like, listen, I got a real job to go to. Get me the currency in the game. I'll pay you like no 300 way. bucks. And I, I, no yeah, yeah. I, so I started doing like making money in that and then I, I literally, and then I realized I'm like, I'm just now working from home and like this is boring. So, but, but my point is, be careful not to fall in the trap where you spend all of your time on a rat wheel, meaning make sure that you get some kind of tangible output for your time, whether it be mm-hmm. uh, physical exertion, mental exertion, uh, mental exertion that's a, uh, translating into a tangible skill, not just a mental exertion where you're playing video games and uh, you know you're having fun, but there's only so like there's only so much that'll benefit you. Just make sure that. What you're spending your time on yields something, building yeah. something. Yeah, that reminds yeah. me of the Jimmy V, Jimmy Valvano, when he says, "A full day takes laughter. If you cr- laughed, cried, and thinking, if you have those three things, you have a full day." So yeah, kind of yeah. like brings yeah. that it's a into good. It's a good quote, T. Yeah, yeah. Gee, I can't take credit for it. Jimmy V, rest in peace to him. Hell of a speech that guy made. Man. Oh yeah, woo, that was amazing. Very motivating. And it all comes back, I think, down to like intentions. 
setting goals, like how you want to live your life, you know? It's when you set your goals and however you want to do it. And if it's rather doing something that you like and passionate about and just go towards that route and set your goals that way. I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm working between like 10 and 14 hours a day, okay, during the wow. day. And then I'll come here and I'll do an episode with you guys or somebody else. And then I'll edit it down for a few hours. There's never a time where I'm thinking like, man, I got to go edit that you, show. You know, this is your meditation. Yeah. When you're doing a show, yeah. this is your meditation. Oh, dude. I'll tell you what, man. As soon as we started talking, you bring this up, T. Like the first five minutes, I had like sunshine in my brain. <laughs> Seriously. This makes me really yeah. happy, man. There you go. Like Everyone has a, has a form of some type of, yeah, what they do that you just get lost in it. And very just, true. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So it's, you know, start of a new year and a new chapter, even though, again, people say like, oh, I had the worst year in 2020. It doesn't mean that January 1st isn't going to be a bad day either. <laughs> it's just another day. And I know it's a whole new year. Yeah. And in the mind, it feels like a refresh. But in life, we do things hopefully with a purpose and like the end, the end goal. T, I'll start with you. What is your pursuit in life? The good question, man. Uh adding value to people's lives just adding value to people's lives and adding value to the world like leaving a positive mark behind that's what i'm you know shooting for is adding value to whether you know spending time with my niece and adding value to her life by asking her certain questions how's school going and getting the deep thoughts of like oh keep up your editing on your youtube she's an editor videographer like things like that adding value man to my nephew's you know life to my friend's life to my parents life so this 2020 like it's been a crazy year, right? And I, I, as much as I mean, if, as much as it's been as a hard year, it's been a lot of growth for me personally. You just got to find the the mindset to see where you could, you know, find the good out of it. It's been challenging, but you were able to move your business this way and that way. Or, like for example, I'm starting this TickFit, and the economy is probably going to be the worst that it is. There's going into 2021. Who knows what's going to happen? No one knows what the heck's going to happen. But you know, I'm taking the bet. I'm taking the bet on myself because I believe in myself and i believe in the services that i'm providing and the value in it i could see the value i'm giving to the rest of the world for sure man and the business makes so much sense too again because the gyms are going to be who knows what the gym's futures are like right so mm-hmm. people want to work out people want to do their thing yeah. and i think this is uh, a great program perfect timing for it yeah. i really do believe that though to answer it in a nutshell just add value to people's lives that's that's what it's about I like you that. know rough I, truthfully, I don't have as uh, altruistic an answer as uh, T does, man. <laughs> I, I just, to be honest, I don't know. I'll tell you guys what. I had a very aha moment when I graduated college. I was like, now I get to fucking read whatever I want. And I never, ever, ever forgot that. And it, it, it's a powerful realization after years. I'm not talking four years in college. I'm talking about 20 years or 15 years of your life where they're like, uh, Romeo and Juliet, you know, some kind of weird Latin book, what, whatever they told us what to do all that time. And now I get to read, you know, I get to read whatever I want, whenever I want. And that's a thirst for knowledge mm-hmm. that I'm trying to uh, quelch, I guess is the word. I don't know. I just I have a hunger for life that I, I want to uh, attain that I just haven't. I yeah. haven't gotten there yet. I like the hunger for life thing because yeah. it comes off that way, man. Mm-hmm. You, you really Thank do you. come off extremely passionate you're like always happy you got a ton of energy yeah you do a lot of good things man i think the future is bright for you because 
you figured out what really you want to do and you figured out your passion and know the importance of who to be around and, and how to do it and how to build businesses. You got a ton of great ideas, man. Something's on top of your head. You shoot me a text. You call me be like, Mike, do this, do that. How about getting this guy? How about getting that guy? And so, and you're doing the same with Tiki too. I know that. Definitely, so, man. Super it, awesome. Thank, thank you, Mike. It, it's it all comes down to what you guys said, mindset. I want to see my friends and the people around me succeed. I just want to. I want to see everyone do their best, uh, and I want to help them do that. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know why. I just when when I see people succeeding and following their dreams, it makes me feel like Tiggy's going after his dream. The fuck am I doing? You know? Mm-hmm. Why am I not going after it? Why Why am I not betting on myself? Like I need to do the same. Look at Tiggy. Tiggy's going for it. Do the same. Bet on yourself, man. Yeah, you a just lot answered of people, your question, man. That's you your go. pursuit, well, there right you there. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah on, man. Yeah. That's, and, a, uh, that's a beautiful. And if you didn't ask that question and had that conversation, it would never came out. See, see? <laughs> <laughs> that's why we do this thing, man. That's right. <laughs> With this year being a tough year, a very challenging year, there's got to be a lot of things that we've learned. I know I've learned a lot of things about people, about myself. It's either a sink or swim type of year. Right. And I believe we all are, we're still swimming. I think we're doing a really good job, the three of us at least. What would you take away from this year? And especially this leap that you kind of took with this new venture of yours. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. But a, a good friend of ours asked me, he said, you know, I was telling him about the project, said, are you scared? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. Because what if this doesn't work out, you know? I'm excited though about it because I believe in myself. So I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on this project and a lot of time since March and, you know, close to a down payment pretty much. So it's a big risk that I'm taking in a market full of uncertainty coming up and during uncertainty with these times with COVID, you know, personally, like I've heard people coming on your show, right? the last few people and you have some friends of mine too, especially in residential, I do commercial real estate and commercial has been a little bit different with tenants, you know, obviously with COVID not being able to pay with unemployment and things like that. So investors have taken a step back um, just to see what's going to happen with the market or price is going to drop or whatnot. So commercial has taken a little bit of hit, residential hasn't, this has personally been my worst financial year since maybe college, right? But at the same time, I decided to take the the risk and bet on myself and start this new venture because it's a passion of mine and I had a dream of it, a childhood dream. And, you know, it's better to know that I took that chance instead of the what if and kind of what you were saying, like, you know, everybody has that point of when they cross that, you know, that path, whether it's in a Ferrari or a Lamborghini in 10 years or in five years or 10, 15 years. So, you know, just taking that chance, taking that leap of faith and putting something out there in value and believing in it, um, knowing that it could help the world. Yeah, I think about it, but I don't try to dwell on it. When my buddy asks me, are you scared? Everyone's scared, right? This business is a brand new business, so it's taking a chance. But at the same time, I'm excited. And, you know, having the people that I have on my team, I feel, I feel really confident. You know, I, I've done it the right way, having Rafi taking care of my social media, Um, you know, he's an expert at that. And I know in order to be successful, you have to believe in your idea and yourself. And then you have to have a team that believes in your idea and yourself. And when I told Rafi the idea, he loved it. 
and he jumped on board. And when he gets excited, he excites me. So we excite each other back and forth. There's probably thousands, if not millions of people that are miserable at their jobs, but they stay there because they get a paycheck every two weeks and they can't leave it because they're passionate about something. They can't leave it because they don't want to leave that money behind. And they got so much doubt and fear of leaving that job and doing something that they love and they're passionate about. What you're doing is a huge leap, man. Huge leap. And you said something earlier about if you truly believe in it and you're passionate about it, you'll figure it out. Right. And that's what's going to happen with you. Right. You're just going to figure it out. Definitely. Because you have to. You have no other choice. You don't have options. Yeah. And this is something you love to do. You're not doing it necessarily for the money. Right. It's a business. So you want to make money at the end of the day. But if it's a passion... It's going to be there. It's going to be there forever, man. It'll and blossom. You're, you're going to yeah. figure it out. It's going to come from the heart. I appreciate it, that. That's good stuff. It's it's contagious, by the way, Mike, too. Yep. L- listening to Tiggy just walk you through work. I've seen so many of these home workout stuff, and you, the passion really radiates around Tiggy. He motivates you. He encourages you. And uh, you feel like you're working out with your friend. You don't feel – you see these workout videos. Uh, I've, I've done so many of them, P90X. They're supermodels working <laughs> out. They're not even sweating. They're not, uh, they're not even out of breath. And I'm like on my ass on the floor. With, with Tiggy, it's your friend. It's your coach. And he's, he's raw and real. And you, could, you get the authenticity of it uh, that I haven't seen in anything else before and i'm yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this tiggy me too 100 Raf, what about you man what have you learned in this challenging year of 2020 i would say my biggest lesson i did something stupid uh, financially for four or five years four years ago i'd say 2016 i bought a mustang i always wanted a mustang i was a, a social media editor for the world's biggest mustang magazines so i bought one zero you know zero down i just always wanted one so I, I, I bought one and I've been paying the payments like 600 bucks a month, 500 bucks a month for three, four years. My biggest lesson that I learned was make your nut, your monthly nut as small as possible. Uh, I was lucky enough to retain my job, but, you know, eight out of 10 people I spoke to, uh, my wife included, couldn't go to work in March, couldn't go to work in April. Eight out of 10 people, guys, that I knew in my life were unable to work through no fault of their own scared the shit out of me it really did so uh i sold my car in uh, may i think it was uh and then i just completely downsized our like my nut my monthly obligations and uh it has allowed me to take bigger risks bet on myself and just have more peace of mind that i, I noticed material things were more of an anchor than uh, like an enjoyment so that's my biggest lesson of the year i guess and uh, one one more thing too, Mike, I learned when you get an opportunity, like when you get a big opportunity in front of you, go all in and don't don't let it go and don't let it don't give up too soon. And I'll give an example. The the stock market crashed in, in March. Everyone freaked out. I freaked out. I sold everything at a loss. Everyone did. But uh, I took a step back and I'm not a stock guy. I never was. And I just went all in in March 19th. On my birthday, I just went as much savings as I could. I put in there, which was the exact bottom of the market. And then I sold towards the end of April because I figured this is two, three years worth of gains. And uh, that was the biggest lesson I learned was don't sell too soon. You buy it, you you ride it out. And uh, it goes up, it goes down, it doesn't matter. Just make your bet, make your decision and ride it out. And, and just don't look back. 
just keep looking forward and keep growing. And back to your, my biggest. Yeah. And back to your materialistic stuff. You know, what happens a lot in a lot of cases is everybody tries to keep up with the Joneses and yeah. just live within your means, man. Yeah. Like the whole, oh, so true. the whole like uh, trying to compete with your friends and you had a, a bigger party than I, or you're wearing these shoes and yeah. mine are better. Like, dude, enough of that stuff. You know, it goes back to uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He sold his championship rings and donated the money to, I think it was like, I forgot which uh, charity, a children's charity. But imagine like, that's the way to live. It's like, you know, that ring is worth so much, but he sold it, donated the money. So yeah, yeah it stands that's out. huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And and to to your point too, to, you're right. He, he realized he got his satisfaction of them, but he could do better in the world, mm-hmm. you know. Make to, the world a better the place. The money could do better for the world. And, uh, and, and Mike, to your point too, it's not even so much the Joneses. It's you kind of set your own traps that you fantasize about something for so long, owning a home or, you know, that car you've always dreamed of, your dream car, that you just build it up, hype it up in your head, and then you finally get it. And yeah, you are happy, but, you know, enjoy it, but also don't be afraid to let it go. And I, that was my biggest lesson of the of, of the of the year. It was a, it was a profound realization and uh, it was the most liberating thing i've done yeah i'm, I'm about long-term happiness i try at least yeah. like the instant gratification yeah. stuff is instant mm-hmm. right you see that amazon box in your front door <laughs> and you're like oh yeah it's here and then you're like did i really need that yeah <laughs> i'm more about the experiences like that's my gratification having the experience that's one thing i was telling a friend the other day is um you know for gifts what do i do now for my nephews and uh for the birthdays i try to buy experiences rather than gifts what do you mean like we'll take him to golf and stuff let's say or something like that like that like that's all me like, like, like my last we're in sacramento where we go top golf i like it and we say well, you know what i'm not gonna get you a gift but i'm gonna take you to top golf create and, memories yeah exactly and they yeah. had a blast we had a blast i like that that's so true guys it, it's especially this year like let's let's be real there's there's a it's a hard year for a lot of people and uh, that I, I think we all realize how important health is and how important it is to take care of our health and to cherish everyone around us. I, I think yeah, don't take anything for granted. That's, that's a, yeah, it's literally our lives can change in an instant. Yep. And 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 this I think has highlighted that tremendously. That was fun. I thought that was a good way to end 2020. Um, some New Year resolutions, breaking bad habits. And really, I think the best way to do it is to get in a good workout program. Again, me, I'm not a gym guy, as you heard. My first experience wasn't a very good one. But most importantly, I just I just don't enjoy the gym. I don't like going to the gym. I think a lot of people go to the gym and just waste time. I'm more of an at-home guy where I just set up my own little stuff, my own little equipment. And this in this instance, you can grab TickFit's program, TickFit100, promo code POD2021, you get 10% off uh, the entire package. Bands, body weight workouts, towel workouts, and you get the cloth bands as well for the lower body type workouts. That all comes in this package, and it's less than 200 bucks, I believe. And you subtract the 10%, pod 2020, and you just kind of get back on track with your life. You don't have to worry about if the gyms are open or closed. You do it in your comfort of your home. You get home at night if you want to do it. You want to do it in the afternoon. 
You want to do it in the morning and knock it out. And you know, also you can take it with you. It comes with this cool little bag as well. So um, Tiggy has worked extremely hard on this project. I was with him. Actually, you can see me in some of these videos as well. Uh, so it'd be cool if you're able to support him. But most importantly, not just supporting him. I think it's cool you support him, but getting your life going too, you know. I think this is a perfect time for that. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Again, please tell a friend or two. If you did, please share it. It's much appreciated. 2020 was a very difficult and very challenging year for a lot of us. It's been a really weird year from the beginning, right? January from Kobe's death to, I mean, throughout the year. It's just been a really weird and off year. So, um, you know, again, I don't think January 1st is going to change lives right away. But let's just hope that 2021 as a whole is a good year for everybody. And we can kind of get back on track with our lives and get back to living again. Remember that? Remember when we were all able to live? That was kind of cool, right? Well, until next time, it'll be sometime in 2021. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. It means so much to me. It really does. Had a great year, all things considered. And that's thanks to you guys. So appreciate the support. I'm Mike Gabriel. This is Mike's Up Pod. Until next time, folks. No wasted days. Let's go. Let's go.